Hello and welcome. You're listening to Right Side of the Road. It's important for everyone to understand politics and to stay up to date, yes, even when you're young. Join me every week as we explore the facts and the news in a way even a 12-year-old can and should understand it. Yes, you guys, we made it. The month of December, the end of the year, Christmas time. You probably have your Christmas lights up, all your Santa decorations if you celebrate Christmas. And on top of that, we have some great December announcements coming up later in this episode that you do not want to miss. Anyway, yes, Omicron is here. Omicron! A new COVID variant has hit the world and we're all freaking out about it. Everyone is pushing lockdowns again and everybody in our government has managed to find a way to calmly freak out. Yes, apparently that is the thing. The data doesn't exactly point to lockdowns and masks, but today we'll look at the actual data as well as what we should do with it, and finally, what people say we should do with it, as opposed to what we actually should do with it. Now this is a little bit confusing. I want to get into what variants are actually. So variants are common in all diseases. It's a common thing in all viruses. I want that known first. When a disease has been out for a little while, it typically ends up changing its molecular structure slightly when it reproduces. And that happens a lot, but sometimes one variant, one change is more common. It ends up changing its effect on people when that ends up spreading. So the original structure of the disease still exists, it still spreads, but the new one still replicates, sometimes becoming the dominant form of that virus. Some variants become more transmissible. Some become more likely to hospitalize or kill people. But traditionally, as a virus mutates, its mutations become less likely to hospitalize or kill people. And sometimes they do become more transmissible, but that should not be what we care about. And the reason that we shouldn't care about transmissibility is that hospitalization and death are the only things that really matter. If someone gets COVID, to use our example for today, and they survive, sure, they experience symptoms for a few weeks, but then they survive, no harm done. I had COVID for a, two weeks and it was not a fun experience, but I'm here and I now have natural immunity to COVID. Every virus creates variants like this though. It's a very common thing to happen, like I said. Every year, the flu or the common cold mutates. Nobody seems to care. Every time COVID has a newly discovered variant, they, being the left, seem to freak out about it before we even get any data on the variant. And once we get the data, even if it is just more transmissible, doesn't kill people anymore, it, they still freak out. Now, there have been plenty of COVID variants over the course of these past two years, not just the ones you've heard of, but those ones that you've heard of that I'm going to cover, they seem more common. They replicate more than every other variant. So they're the ones you've heard of, alpha, beta, gamma, they're all Greek letters. Yes, all of these were more transmissible than the last. All of these, yes, caused huge freakouts among the left in the government. All of these, yes, did not have an increased risk of hospitalization and death. In fact, every single one was less likely to kill you than the last one. Delta is probably the most notable variant name in your mind because it was the most recent variant to be discovered before the main one we're talking about today. Here's Biden talking about why Delta was so scary back when Delta was the main thing because it was more transmissible for some reason. The new variant will leave unvaccinated people even more vulnerable than they are a month ago or a month ago. This is a serious concern, especially because of what experts are calling the Delta virus, the Delta variant. 
It's a variant that is more easily transmissible, potentially deadlier, and particularly dangerous for young people. No, none of this makes any sense. I'm very confused as to why this makes sense to them. Right now, the Biden administration is governing under what is known as the abundance of caution method, which I will get to later when we cover Omicron. It's actually a very interesting concept. So not only is Biden encouraging people to get the vaccine, or the Fauci-ouchie, which is a very fun way to call it, when Delta hit, he encouraged everyone to mask up, even the vaccinated. Here's him announcing that. The CDC recommends you wear a mask when you're in public and indoors, like work or in a grocery store. That's true for both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Why? Because even if you've been fully vaccinated and protected from severe illness from COVID-19, you could have the Delta variant in your system and spread it to someone who isn't vaccinated. We need to wear a mask to protect each other and to stop the rapid spread of this virus as we work to get more people vaccinated. Let me point out a few flaws in the supposed logic that led to that statement. Number one, masks do not stop the transmission of the virus very well. I covered that in my very first video, unless you're talking about KN95s, which are a very fancy surgical mask, which do better, but are not going to work in a mandate because they're uncomfortable and they are more expensive. Two, what is the incentive to get the vaccine if you have to mask up even when you're vaccinated? At that point, everyone is just going to stay unvaccinated, making your urging to get the vax make no sense. Because either way, if you have to mask up, why risk the vaccine? Three, why do we need to stop this transmission in the first place? If the variant has less or the same amount of risk of hospitalizing or killing you, getting it is not the concern. In fact, it will get you natural immunity, which have been proven time and time again to be more effective than any of the vaccines. We're seeing the same thing, the same message that happened with Delta, happening with the newest variant. So yes, Omicron is here. And guess what? I don't care. It's another variant, more transmissible than Delta or Alpha or Beta or Gamma or any of the previous ones that you've been freaking out about. But it doesn't have any science saying that it is more deadly. In fact, there's data directly to the contrary. According to the very person who discovered Omicron, the Omicron variant in South Africa, the very person who announced that it existed to the world, we wouldn't know it existed without her. The transmissibility of Omicron was, quote, more than we would have loved it to be, but looking at the mildness of the symptoms that we are seeing, currently there is no reason for panicking as we don't see severely ill patients, end quote. So again, I don't care. There's no reason for panicking, there's no reason for caring about this. As the literal discoverer of Omicron said directly, in fact, it is more transmissible and less deadly. And if it is, then we should be welcoming Omicron with open arms, like an long-lost uncle or something. Because if it's less deadly, there's less risk of death, there's less risk of death. And if it's more transmissible, then theoretically everyone gets it with less risk of dying. Then we reach herd immunity and we can just move on from this thing. So for a third time, there is absolutely no reason, no logical reason to be panicking. Yet that's exactly what the government is doing. Stop. Don't leave me here. Like I said, we have some exciting announcements coming up in December and here they are. So I want to announce my new series, Who Is? It is a series that I'm going to give you one extra episode every month on the same day, probably an hour later than I publish my regular video. It's going to be a little bit longer, 15 to 20 minutes, explaining who someone is, whether they be a major politician or person in our government, the U.S. government, or whether they be in the government of a major country that we should probably be worried about. 
because you've probably heard some things about some people and you probably have never even heard of some people that are very important in our government. With the people you have heard of, most of what you've heard is probably jokes, maybe based in truth, rumors, maybe based in truth, or things completely made up. Now I'm going to tell you who they are, how they came to power, their history, their policies, things they've done, and then I'm going to address those jokes, those rumors, and tell you whether they're based in fact, whether they're actually, like, accurate, and whether or not you should listen to them. So, like and subscribe because you don't want to miss our first one coming out December 17th, I believe at 4 p.m. our Arizona time. It will be about the president because there are a lot of things that should be addressed. So, after we discovered Omicron, our government immediately came out and said that we should be worried. Two weeks ago, Biden came out and delivered a very similar speech about Omicron to the one that he delivered about Delta. Here's just a small section of that. Today, there are three messages about the new variant that I want the American people to hear. First, this variant is a cause for concern, not a cause for panic. We have the best vaccine in the world, <clears throat> the best medicines, the best scientists, and we're learning more every single day. And we'll fight this variant with scientific and, and knowledgeable actions and speed, not chaos and confusion. <clears throat> we have more tools today to fight the variant than we've ever had before. He said it's a cause for concern, not panic. At least he's saying it's not time for panicking. But why the heck is it a cause for concern? I can't say it enough. It's not concerning at all if it's not more deadly. Dr. Fauci, the president's personal health advisor, came out and said that this needs to be taken with utmost sincerity. The entire Biden administration is trying to do this. Anyway, here's Dr. Fauci saying that this is a huge cause for concern. Well, it has a, a constellation of mutations, Lester, around that spike protein, which would be strongly indicative that this will be highly transmissible and might in fact escape some of the immune parameters such as monoclonal antibodies and the convalescent serum and plasma when people recover and, and likely even some protection from the antibodies that are induced by vaccinations. You don't want to frighten the American public, but when something occurs that you need to take seriously, you take it seriously and you do whatever you can to mitigate against that. This is where the abundance of caution that I talked about comes into play. Fauci here is not entirely sure about all of the data, so he can either be super worried about what he doesn't know, or he can just not care about it. I think he should not care about it, but he's deciding to be super worried, or he's having an abundance of caution. They do this with every single variant, and this can't go well. Daily Wire's Ben Shapiro said in an article that is kind of long, so bear with me, I'm just reading a paragraph, that because of this abundance of caution mentality, we are having, quote, the predictable result. Markets have plunged. They've plunged not because of Omicron itself, but because the private sector knows that the public sector may hammer away at economic freedom again. Our political class has failed throughout the pandemic. Perhaps their only real success was in assigning a grab bag of cash for pharmaceutical companies that developed vaccines. Other than that, nearly all public policy measures have been ineffective. End quote. So he's saying here that every time we have this abundance of caution, they do this every time, we shut down our economy, whether through lockdowns, you'll probably remember, 15 days to slow the spread. It's like day 300 or something like that, probably more. Whether it's through lockdowns or restrictions or vaccine mandates for every single worker, which yes, he tried to do through OSHA. 
businesses know now that the government is willing to do all this crazy stuff, and they're scared to branch out and fear that they will do it again. Because if they invest their money, and while they're still in their investment period, the government shuts everything down, they're going to lose every single dime that they invested. To top off this whole bucket of craziness from the Biden administration, Kamala Harris herself, the vice president, came out and encouraged vaccines and caution amid the Omicron variant. Are you concerned about the new COVID variant, and have you been briefed? I have been briefed, and um, as the president has said, we're going to take every precaution, and so that's why we've taken the measures we have. But again, I can't stress enough. One, if, if you have not had the booster shot, get the booster shot. Cannot stress enough the importance of getting vaccinated for those who have not been vaccinated. I think the left actually has a reason for ramping up concerns about Omicron. It's about their narrative, as Ben Shapiro is fond of saying. He's the man I just quoted. So the left decides on narratives just stories or things or messages, and that's what they continually try to shove down the throats of the public, through the medias usually. In the case of COVID, it's the COVID is always a concern and will never be free from it. They have to promote fear forever. And the reason they want to do this is because they use the fear of COVID as a mask. They use COVID as a scapegoat to blame for every other issue they can't fix. Inflation, COVID. Supply chain, COVID. Radical social issues, COVID. People looting a Gucci store is somehow COVID? It's always COVID, and that's their narrative. COVID causes all problems. If they can insist that COVID will never go away, they'll always have something to blame when their plans inevitably go wrong. Now for the main takeaway. Should we actually care about the Omicron variant? I think I've made my opinion very clear. No, I don't. And I don't think you should care either. Now, everyone's family is different. If you have someone who is immunocompromised in your family, or a very old grandparent, who you know will probably not make it through COVID, no matter how deadly, then yes, I can see your concern with a more transmissible variant. If not, then I don't think so. Like I said, Omicron is less deadly. You have even less a chance of dying or even being hospitalized from Omicron. Make your own decision about this. But keep in mind what I've told you. Science itself doesn't point to Omicron being very concerning. No, I'm not talking about Fauci, who supposedly represents science. Because I represent science. Don't openly accept everything that government tells you about this variant. Do your own research and make your own decisions. Well, that concludes this week's video. The government is freaking out about Omicron, which is probably the ringtone at this point, so they always remember to be scared of it. They there's no data to point to this, but they continue to do it. Like I said, like and subscribe right now so you don't miss when our first episode of my new series, Who Is, comes out, so you can learn all about the president, his history, rumors about him, jokes about him, whether they're based in fact, everything like that. So, thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you all next week.